Hey there, welcome back to Grace for Your Journey podcast. This is Pastor Terry. I am so glad that you are with us. If you're a first-timer, welcome. If you're a returnee, so glad that you're here. Well, we're going to be finishing up Matthew chapter 12, and if things haven't been sort of controversial enough, I mean, it's been pretty controversial in some areas. Demons, can demons possess a believer? Uh, do demons come back sevenfold if they're cast out? I mean, you know, stuff that maybe we don't think about on a regular basis. Well, we've already talked about those. So today, a subject, an area that is going to be sensitive for some of you. Now, some of you may get mad. I don't mean to make you mad, but you might. But it's the idea that that what's brought up is the idea of Mary. And was she a a normal woman in many respects, i.e., did she have marital relations with her husband? Did Jesus have biological brothers and sisters or not? Now, um, let me read you the text, and then we'll go back and look at this. Now, while he was still speaking, talking about Jesus, to the people, behold, his mother and his brothers stood outside asking to speak to him. Now, let me read that again. This is this is talking about Jesus. Now, while he, Jesus, was still speaking to the people, behold, his mother and his brothers stood outside asking to speak to him. Now, there's nothing in this verse that would indicate that these brothers at this point were spiritual brothers, symbolic brothers, and and Mary was anything other than a woman who had children. Now, blessed, absolutely. Ordained by God to do something unique in all of creation, absolutely. A person who should be admired and respected, absolutely. But it doesn't give us anything here that said she is different other than in those areas. But now let's go on and look. But he replied, this is Jesus, to the man and told him, who is my mother and who are my brothers? So Jesus is asking a question. He's actually changing the importance of family relationships versus spiritual gospel relationships. He's saying, who is my mother and my brothers? And then stretching out his hand toward his disciples, he said, here's my mother and here are my brothers. Now, we know that Jesus is saying, uh, okay, I know my mom and brothers are outside, but what I'm telling you is what's more important are the people here around me. These are the people that are walking with me in this new thing called the gospel. This is what is most important. And so he goes on, he says, for whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my mother and sister and brother. Now, Jesus isn't saying that he doesn't love his mom and his brothers and sisters. He is simply saying that the gospel, the will of God, is more binding and more important than any earthly flesh. Now, here's the problem. Roman Catholics, who, and probably Eastern Orthodox, and maybe even some Lutherans, believe that Mary uh, was in a perpetual state of virginity. In other words, that she never had children. Now, let me walk you through how that developed. In 431, there was an initial consensus of the governing bishops to say, okay, Mary was virginal forever. They didn't go much further than that, sort of what they said. But in 553, there was a, a, a council called the Second Council of Constantinople, and they declared Mary perpetually virgin. They said, absolutely uh, virgin throughout throughout all of her life, no, no doubt about it. Then in 649, Pope Martin led a, a council called the Lateran Council, and the Lateran Council developed what's called the threefold idea of perpetual virginity. In other words, Mary was a virgin before Jesus, during her pregnancy with Jesus, and then after Jesus. 
Now, here's what's crazy. They don't really go to the Bible for that. <laughs> they get together and they say, well, she sort of had to be. And they began to reason and they began to use philosophy and logic to imply that Mary had to be virginal if Jesus was going to be a holy and a holy God, that she could never have known any man. And then it goes to another step with Mary, the sinlessness of Mary. Then they eventually would get to the place where they would say, Mary had to be sinless too, or she would have corrupted Jesus just by her body. Right? Here's the problem. Um, the scripture, <laughs> and we're a simple Bible place, right? It's what we do here. The scripture says very clearly, Mary, the mother of Jesus, and Jesus's brothers uh, and sisters stood outside wanting to speak to him. And he made a clear distinction. I know who they are, but what's more important are the people who are following me with the gospel. Jesus did not say, oh, no, that can't be my brothers because my mom has never had relationships with a man. He didn't say that. He didn't insinuate that. He didn't even imply that. He made it really clear that there's a change that's happened. Yes, I have a mom. Yes, I have brothers and sisters. Actually, no, James, who wrote the book of James, is the half-brother of Jesus. Half-brother because Mary was his mother, but Joseph was his daddy. Jesus had Mary as a mom, but the Holy Spirit is his father, right? So, so they were half-brothers. We know this. Now, why is this important? It's important because anytime we begin to develop systems, apart from overwhelming scriptural evidence, we lead ourselves astray. People are well-intended. They're well, you know, their hearts are in the right spot. But when we get off the scriptures and begin to move toward philosophy, logic, and we imply that on the text, we apply it to the text and say, we're going to make the text conform to our philosophy or logic. We go down the wrong road. So here's the message today. Believe the Bible. Trust the Lord. Develop that family of believers. And you know what will happen? You'll have unbelievable grace for your journey. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you for your word, that it's true. Thank you for leading us and directing us. Thank you for giving us the truth, Father, so we can walk with you in a deeper, more profound way. Father, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.